Raiders fans. You can be here for live NFL action all season long. As the official ticket marketplace of the Las Vegas Raiders in the NFL, Ticketmaster is a wide selection of tickets so you never miss a single play. Whether you're cheering on the Raiders at home or away, find tickets today at Ticketmaster.com slash Raiders. Raider Nation, wake up and get ready because it's time for the morning grind on the official Raiders podcast network. Good morning, Raider Nation. This is Lincoln Kennedy, and today is November 29th, 2022. Thank you for joining us for another episode of The Morning Grind. Well, what can we possibly say that hasn't been said yet? You know, when you think about the game against the Seahawks, and you think, you know, you, you figure you figure that it's going to be one of those things where, oh man, you, 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 were, sucky, you were lucky that we came away with a win. I, I don't know if it's luck. I mean, I, look, the last two weeks, the, the, the team has shown a great deal of resolve. And I certainly appreciate that because we've seen earlier in the season how these games were lost, you know, one play possessions and stuff like that. And who knows if we would have had a couple of those go the, the, the Raiders way rather than losing them. But, you know, it is what it is. And the team was really gutsy. The performance was really gutsy. And hell, even the coaching was a lot better. Uh, over the last couple of weeks. And, and what, I, what I mean by that is, you know, I've been saying all along in the various mediums and things that I do is that the coaches have to get creative. So when people take away their stars, you have to get creative and, and, and open up things for other people. And because Derek Carr is such a program quarterback, you know, you tell him to do one thing, he's going to do it. But I will say this, the two times that Derek Carr ran uh, really helped out. He used his legs. He, he, that was smart. Um, there were some sacks, obviously, but you know the fact is, is that that's going to happen. You know, guys are going to break down. But I like the balance, and the Seahawks game definitely showed me that there are things that they can do with other people. Now, it's still a work in progress, okay? Because Moreau is going to be the tight end for the rest of the season, most likely, in my opinion, and he's going to have to run better routes. Derek can't just be a stickler and try to force the ball into him. You know, that interception that when he was throwing to trying to throw to, to Foster, yes, he had a linebacker with his back to him, but there was a safety over top and there was another safety that came. And that's why the three guys were around him when they intercepted the football. So you got to be smarter than that. But I would be missed if we didn't talk about the elephant in the room. And that elephant is named Josh Jacobs. You know, what I can honestly say from covering the team the way I do, this, this sort of attitude, this sort of the, the way he's running has been present his entire time in the National Football League. You know, we all know the story, the feel-good story about him coming out early because he wanted to provide for his family, you know, and then when he was younger, having to live out of a car and stuff like that and, and everything that, that, that transpired in his life, but to the point when he got to Alabama. But him coming out early said one thing when the Raiders drafted. It said that he wasn't all used up because a lot of running backs that come out of Alabama under Nick Saban get a lot of carries. They're really beat up. They don't really have a long, you know, long longevity in the National Football League. And so you talk about the first three years that he, he was with the team, he couldn't finish the season. He was banged up, beat up. He had to learn how to manage his body. And that, take, that comes in time. But this year, since the Hall of Fame game, the very first preseason game, I saw that young man running hard. And he was running with a vigor. And, you know, at the time I said, well, he's playing for a contract. And so you can imagine why him running hard, but there's something that's taken over him. It's not just playing for a contract. 
he really wants to help this team and win. And I used it on the broadcast. And see, I said he is willing. He is. He has a will to win. He wants to run downhill. He wants to punish people. There were a lot of times throughout this season, Raider Nation. I mean, he he was he was making cuts in the backfield as soon as he got the football. You know, running hard, pushing hard. And you know, the thing is, is that you know the Raiders only have one good blocking tight end. They don't do a lot of perimeter stretch runs, and that's because you don't have a, a full line that's working together, gotten to that point yet. But Getting downhill, you know, using Jakob as, as a fullback and even using Morello as a fullback to change up, I thought it was, was creative. Because here's the thing about Seattle's defense. Their defensive line, their big guys up front, they, they uh, essence, have five defensive linemen on their line of scrimmage. Now they call, you know, Bruce Irvin an outside lineman. He's not an outside linebacker. He's, you know, he's he is a uh, an end, much like Chandler Jones. So they play a very similar defense to what the Raiders play. With that being said, you know, they bring another backer in the box or a two-back system, two-linebacker system, especially when you have power formations like an high back with a fullback. But once you get past that, there's no one left. The corners are occupied by receivers. There's only a single high safety, you know. So I say that to say this. On the 86-yard run, it was absolutely beautiful. And, and, And what impresses me most is power football. When you play that style of defense, you do what we call man blocking. And that means mano y mano, man on man. I got this guy, we'll double team to the backer. However, how, you know, it was poetry in motion. It's called an ISO. And it's where your fullback goes onto the middle linebacker. Your, whatever double team you have is going to go to the backside linebacker. Your tight end has to block the end. And it's usually, you know, your when the tight end is outside, the, the last man on the line of scrimmage who's an all defensive lineman, in this case was listed as an outside linebacker, that makes your right tackle and your right guard double team to the backside linebacker, if present. And Jakob has the front side linebacker, the mic backer. And when the play started, the moment Jacobs hit the hole, I was like, oh, this is a big play. But the safety took a horrible angle, and I mean atrocious angle. To come up there and try to fill, Jacobs made a miss, and it was beautiful. That 86-yard jump was absolutely beautiful. And so that's an attitude run. I used to love that play, especially we ran a lot of it in college. We had a similar two-back system. We ran a similar offense. And I used to love that play because it was one of those, it was one of those attitude-setting plays, Raider Nation. I'm going to come down on you. And I'm going to get to that linebacker, and there's nobody standing in the way of the running back, you know, making a big play. And for you had a lot of success on it. One of the one of the reasons why one of the reasons why I was drafted high is because I like to run block more than I like to pass block, and I used to like to just beat people up. So, and I see that with this line the way it's coming together, they they have to go with Aaron Mumford sometime to be an extra big guy or hell an extra tight end or stuff like that, and which is what 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 you have to do. But I appreciate the creativity. More importantly, you know, Josh Jacobs was, was added to the injury list on Friday before the game, before they left for Seattle. You know, it was a calf injury. And so we were running, wondering, wondering if he was actually even going to play. And he did. And he played well. And, and that day is, I mean, of course, you, you know it's record-setting day. 33 attempts, 229 yards. Look, I helped the last guy get 200 yards that we had in a game, and that was, that was, uh, that was Napoleon Kaufman against Denver. 
can't remember what year it was, but Napoleon rushed, I think, for like 221 or something like that. So that's a new team record. And now this young man, Josh Jacobs, is leading the NFL with rushing. He's on his way to all pro status, and you know he'll get you know he'll get in the Pro Bowl and stuff like that, and well deserved, well earned, well deserved, and, and and it gives the team some balance because, you know, Derek had 36 attempts. We know he had the two interceptions, but having the balance allows you to set up things like play action. And you know, you you talk about the number of rushing yards the Raiders got. You know, when you talk about Zamir Wright had um, 28 yards, Abdullah had 16 yards. And, you know, uh, Zamir's longest was a 17-yard jaunt. It's a beautiful thing. And it, and it really not only boasts the confidence of your team, you know, by doing, by being able to run the ball, but it also helps you rest your defense. And, and I think, you know, yesterday the defense really did complement the team. Look, there was two interceptions. And one, you know, eventually transpired into a touchdown. But the second one, by holding them the three, you know, really gave the Raiders a chance to stay in it. You know, it looked like the Seahawks were dominating the game and they were only up by six points for a while, you know, or, and it was back and forth. And the Raiders responded. There are some missing points. You can argue, you know, getting in the red zone, not being effective. But overall, it's hard to get in there because you have less space. You know, they're still working those kinks out. They miss Hunter Renfro. Hunter Renfro would have came in big yesterday. But what they're dealing with, what they had, you know, Cole stood in, you know, you already know what you're going to get out of Devontae. So, you know, it was it was a great team effort and a great team win. And I'm not using that lightly because it really said something about the character of this team. A lot of people would have written them off. And there were times this season where I wrote them off. But it's good to see that we still own the Broncos. OK, that's three years in a row. And it's good to see them bounce back from, you know, being down when things looked you know hopeless. Them coming through and forcing the game into overtime because they needed a touchdown to do it and then taking care of business. And it wasn't, you know, it wasn't necessarily a, a walk off where the first time they touched the ball, they got no, but the defense held up when they had to. Uh, and, and then they came through. Well, that's going to do it for this episode of Morning Grind. I'm Lincoln Kennedy. I'll talk to you next week, Raider Nation. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Morning Grind on the Raiders Podcast Network. Raiders fans, you can be here for live NFL action all season long. As the official ticket marketplace of the Las Vegas Raiders in the NFL, Ticketmaster is a wide selection of tickets so you never miss a single play. Whether you're cheering on the Raiders at home or away, find tickets today at Ticketmaster.com Raiders.